Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. It is 8.02 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the 4th of February. I hope everybody's having a good weekend. Hope everybody had a good week from our uh, last meeting of from last Sunday and uh, a little bit chilly out here um, this morning here on the 4th of uh, February and uh, here in the city that I reside in no snow on the ground and the next 14 days maybe calling for accumulation of maybe five centimeters of snow which is absolutely nothing so anyways um yeah i hope everybody's well now i want to talk a little about get to my page here what is the North American diet what are we eating What does the standard diet in North America look like when it comes to fast food, when it comes to dining out, uh, when we're going to the grocery store, what are we purchasing, what are we putting on the table? How often do we eat ultra-processed foods? Daily, weekly, monthly? And of course, with the, you know, with the fast food industry, pretty much on every corner, and processed foods lining the grocery store aisles. Making these healthy food choices can seem like an impossible feat. Poor dietary choices can contribute to many chronic conditions and put a strain on the healthcare system. In a denudation of misinformation in popular media coupled with uh, A substantial lack of knowledge held by the greater public further adds to the issue because what is in the ingredients in these ultra-processed foods? Now, what is the standard diet? The standard diet... is the modern dietary pattern afflicting North Americans, adults and children with long-term damaging health consequences. By definition, the standard North American diet diet consists of ultra-processed foods, added sugar, fat, and sodium. So how many times do you go to McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? How often do you eat pizza? 
How often do you eat donuts, chips, cookies, any other kind of desserts high in sugar? How often do you eat fried foods? How often do you eat processed meats, bacon and deli meats? How often do you eat the, the refined grains like white pasta, white flour, etc.? Sugar sweetened beverages. How many? How, how often do you drink Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and the other beverages that are just loaded with sugar? Now, in the United States, the standard American diet, the macro nutrients consist of 50% carbohydrates, 15% protein, and 35% fat. Now, when it comes to white rice, the refined grains, such as white rice, white bread, undergo processing to remove the nutrient-dense germ and bran, leaving behind the starchy inner portion of the grain. No nutrition in that whatsoever. In the fast-paced society, and it seems to be probably nearing the end of the week, like a Friday, people don't want to cook. They just want to get home from work. They pick up their um, their order of, of pizza or fried chicken on the way home. Whether and then whether it's McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's to bring home for for the family. So in the fast-paced world, many of us prioritize convenience over our health, and as a consequence. Nearly half of American adults suffer from one or more chronic illnesses that are related to poor dietary choices. And today, nearly 40% of U.S. adults are considered obese, which leads to the upward trend of chronic illness. Other health implications certain types of cancer, cardiovascular disease, higher fasting blood glucose, hypertension, increased LDL cholesterol, which is the bad cholesterol, type two diabetes. Americans as a whole consume, consume, an, consume an excess number of calories, saturated fats, added sugars and sodium. And many Americans also suffer from dietary shortfalls due to the, due to the underconsumption of certain food groups, particularly fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and low-fat dairy. Good morning and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. And we're just looking at, you know, kind of, you know, what is the North American diet? And... Um, and like Canada and the United States, um, we eat pretty much the same stuff, you know, and how often, you know, do we eat the ultra processed foods, fast food, like McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, you know, pizza. Even the breakfast sandwich when you going on, uh, making your way to work or whatever you're doing, you pull into, uh, 
your drive-thru, you order your breakfast sandwich, your hash brown, coffee. How many times a day do you do this? Do you do it Monday to Friday because you, you, you get up late just in time to get to work? Hit that drive-thru and go to work Monday to Friday. And like, and like, how often do you eat out? How often do you order out? You know, we have uh, uh, this coming Sunday, next Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. And you either are going to be at a local establishment watching the game. Or you're going to be at home in front of the big screen. And you're going to be ordering. You're going to be ordering chicken wings. You're going to be ordering pizza. Probably going to be drinking alcohol. And only 12.2% of Americans eat the recommend, recommended amount of fruit, and, of fruit and 9.3% eat the recommended servings of vegetables per day. They talk about what should be on your plate. 50% of your plate should be fruit and vegetables. If you're that red meat lover, you gotta have steak and burgers every day. There should be a very small portion when it comes to red meat. Instead of reaching for that 12 ounce steak, it should be a six ounce steak. More fruits and vegetables, more grain products. Less processed grain products. beans and, and, and lentils and so on. Brown rice instead of white rice, if that's what you like to eat. Limit your intake of ultra-processed foods. Now, for me, I, you know, like anybody else, you know, you like, you know, you like going to McDonald's to get that Big Mac or, or Burger King, you know, or Wendy's, get your hamburger, French fries and soda drink. I can't remember the last time that I went through a drive-thru at McDonald's, Wendy's, or Burger King. I pick up my morning coffee on the way to work. And that's all I get. You know, here in Canada, uh, the staple coffee chain is Tim Hortons. Donut coffee sandwich shop. And even on weekends, I get up in the morning and I go over to the closest coffee shop, Tim Hortons, and I walk out of there with just a coffee.
it's been a long time since I've had um, donuts. I used to go to, go to Tim Hortons all the time and and, and pick up uh, you know a dozen donuts or, or six donuts and coffees. And how often, you know, when, when you're out shopping and you're doing your grocery shopping and, and you're picking up your snacks, you know, and, and of course you're going to have chip dip, you're going to have chips, you know, for the, for, for the big, for the big event coming up, up next Sunday. But how often do do you eat potato chips? How often do you eat cookies? and other desserts. I have managed over the last couple of years to, to eliminate all this junk food. Whether I'm walking up and down the aisles in the grocery store, whether I'm going over to the closest coffee shop, and the, 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 the donuts in the uh, display case are just staring me in the face. And it doesn't faze me one bit. Nor do, nor do I crave it. To walk out the door with a donut in my hand. Willpower, for one, just say no. Easier than it sounds. But they ask us to focus on more fruits and vegetables. Even as a snack. You can eat carrots raw, you can eat broccoli uh, raw, you can eat cauliflower raw. All your fruits, your apples, your oranges, bananas, um, all your berries, nuts, as a snack, instead of reaching for that bag of potato chips, that donut, cookies. They're asking us to eat more plant-based proteins. Lentils, beans, and peas is a great source of plant-based protein. And that also provides us with the fiber, iron, B vitamins, magnesium, and they're asking us to make half your grains whole. At least half the grains you eat should come from whole grains like brown rice, whole wheat flour, or barley. When you, ref when you re refine a grain, many of the nutrients such as B vitamins, iron, proteins, and fiber are stripped away. Grain cereals. All that stuff is stripped away in your cereals. Look at the, 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 the kids' cereals out there. You might as well just be pouring sugar into a bowl with milk and eating it because that is what you're eating is a bowl of sugar when it comes to you, you've seen you you know the, the 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 marketing the advertising for kids cereals is just mind-boggling
They ask us to watch out for added sugars. Not just found in soft drinks and desserts, but it's also hidden in some place you might not expect, such as marinara sauces, peanut butter, ketchup, salad dressing, crackers. Current recommendations suggest an upper limit of, of, five, of, of five teaspoons of sugar per day for an average adult woman and nine, nine teaspoons for adult. That's a current recommendation. So you can eat five teaspoons of sugar every single day. You're probably going to get that anyways throughout the day. Everything that you're going to buy, whatever you're going to eat, you're going to get more. The research indicates that diets with more than 25% of calories from sugar are associated with increased risk of cardiovascular disease compared to diets with less than 10% of calories from sugar. Added sugars account for 13% of the average American's total uh, caloric intake each day. Soft drinks and grain-based desserts make up the greatest proportion. So what should we be doing? Cooking more meals at home. We like to dine out because we like to get a, a, a break away from, from cooking every day. When I was growing up, you know, going out, that was, that was a treat. So generally, my parents cooked seven days a week. Had seven mouths to feed. So every now and again, you know, dad would get pizza. Or he'd get Kentucky Fried Chicken. Or back in the day, I don't know if they still have them throughout the United States, but the Ponderosa Steakhouse. Once upon a time, it used to be here in Canada. That was a treat. And with all the, the uh, fast foods, the fried foods, um, even, even now, you know, I go to our favorite uh, sports bar and, you know, I might have some chicken wings. And they're all deep fried. Now, and that's and that you know that is is basically the staple of, of um, restaurants. This is everything's just. Fried in grease. There is this um, sports bar I used to go to uh, years ago, many years ago, and they didn't they didn't deep fry their chicken wings. They were oven cooked. A long time ago, I mean, I used to, I used to uh, deliver pizza on weekends. And the pizza parlor that I worked for, he had a, he had a little fryer, a little deep fryer in, in the deep fry the chicken wings. And just takes forever. 
So I finally convinced the owner is that we put the chicken wings on the pan and we put them in the oven and we pre-cook them. And then when people order chicken wings, pound of chicken wings, we weigh up the pound of chicken wings and we put them back in the oven while their pizza is cooking. And then add the sauce and everything, whatever they wanted on the chicken wings. It was better than deep frying. And he liked the idea. And today he's still doing the same thing. They ask us to make nutritious foods convenient. Our fruits and our vegetables. Put them in a clear, visible container in the fridge. Not hide them behind the ketchup or the pickles or, or whatever you got in there. They have to open up the fridge door and, and hunt for them. Have them in plain view. More accessible. You know, and and, and your nutrient dense snacks such as, as, as nuts and seeds. Keep them within reach. Keeping your apples and carrots and, and oranges. You know, have your grapes and, and and stuff like that. If you like eating grapes and stuff like that. Out front. Up front. Up front and center. Instead of reaching for those cookies or potato chips. I don't know uh, how often you go on YouTube and stuff like that. I go on there. I just peruse to see what's what's going on and stuff like that. And I and I'm sure um, you've come across uh, videos on there. You know, people talking about uh, this carnivore diet, eating a steak for breakfast, eating a steak for lunch, and eating a steak for dinner, and Nothing else. And these people claim that for one, you probably heard of uh, Jordan Peterson. He is a Canadian clinical psychiatrist, um, which he no longer practices or teaches. He's a public spe uh, speaker. He's he's written some books. He claims that the carnivore diet cured his depression. His daughter got on this carnivore diet, and she claims that it cured her osteoporosis. Which these claims are just absolutely false. Red meat is high in cholesterol. Others have claimed it lowered their cholesterol, their their LD their LDL cholesterol. They claim it made them healthier. They claim that it, 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 it cured their, their, their arthritis. That they got better heart health out of the carnivore diet. These are all false claims.
They even claim that just eating a steak for breakfast, steak for lunch, steak for dinner, they lost weight. Well, if that's all you're eating and nothing else, more than likely true, but are, are you losing body fat? Are you losing muscle? Is it safe? It's not recommended. I mean, wouldn't you just get wouldn't you just get sick and tired of eating a steak three times a day and nothing else? I mean, how many times can you dress that steak up to keep it to keep it tasting great? I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't try it. You know, it, it, it's appalling that you know you, you know. Um, it's not just Jordan Peterson and his daughter, um, certain doctors out there promoting this, promoting this uh, carnivore diet. You know, um, one thing that, you know, by reading up a lot on a lot of things, doctors don't treat you with nutrition. Doctors treat you with medication for the conditions that you have. You have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. They don't treat you with nutrition. They don't treat you with diet. They don't tell you what to eat. Here's your prescription, take it. They don't give you a list of, of, of things that you should be eating. So we carry on with our, with our, our, our daily lives, taking the medications that the doctors prescribe to us because the doctor knows best. And why would you question that? He's a doctor. He knows. It gives you the band-aid effect and that's what it is. Here in North America, my understanding that it is illegal for doctors to treat you with nutrition. More prescriptions they write, the more money they make. People are taking 10 different kind, types of drugs every single day. I don't know how many, you know, people like, for example, my age group uh, of 60, you know, how many people are on, on um, insulin or um, high cholesterol pills, high blood pressure pills, taking insulin. I don't. trying to really work hard on making different choices when it when it comes to eating better cut out all that ultra processed foods
I'm not 100% vegan, but I'm pretty damn close. That's my choice. We all have choices that we can make. Whether we do them or not, that's entirely up to you. Your health is on you. Can't blame. Can't blame the the food industry. You know. It's there to eat. Growing up, it was, you know, the meat and potatoes. Only special treats when when dad could could afford it. The Canadian um, health guide uh, of 20, uh, of 2023 removed dairy products entirely from the health food guide. And that upset the dairy industry. Well, too bad. Now, when we talk, when we talk about the ultra processed foods and what you should avoid. Twenty-five everyday foods that are bad for you. It should be good for you. Strawberries, apples, you know, any any uh, type of, of, of natural fruits. And of course, you have to, you know, especially when you're buying uh, fresh, fresh fruits and vegetables too. I mean, you really have to, um, really have to wash them, especially when you're, you know, fresh picking strawberries, you know, and, and, and things like that. It's a good idea to 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 wash them and your vegetables too, you know, unless you're growing them in your own garden, you know, you're not using pesticides. Right. So when you would, so even the packaged um, fruits and vegetables, it's still a good idea to give them a good rinsing. Everyday foods that we go and eat, and, and it's and it's tricky affordability, especially today. Food insecurity. The high prices. 
food prices are not coming down fast enough and probably won't be. You know, when it, when it comes to, you know, wages, the overall expenses, you know, to, to, um, run a business fuel transportation. So when it comes to wages, wages go up. That's another, another added overhead uh, to the company. So they have to raise prices. And then that gets passed on to the consumers. They're, they're saying that here in Canada that Canadians will be paying at least another $800 more a year just on food. The high cost of housing and the lack of it, whether it's mortgage or rents, are at an all-time high. Housing shortage is at an all-time high. Right now, they're saying that the, the rental market is probably about one and a, sitting about at one and one and a half percent, meaning that it's very to little vacancy. So you factor in rents or mortgages, income, they say it shouldn't be more than 30%. Rents are doubling. One bedrooms used to be $800 a month or a little less. Now they're averaging about 1600 that's probably around here in the city that i reside in toronto a one bedroom would be close to 2000 a month wages aren't going up with inflation Minimum wage at here in Ontario it's it's sixteen sixty-five an hour. That's just the base that an employer has to pay you when you start a job. But even so, if you're making seventeen fifty an hour. That's not affordability. We should have a standard wage. Just get rid of minimum wage. We should have a standard wage, a minimum standard wage at $24 an hour.
that's just over 50,000 a year. Because people, you know, when we go grocery shopping, generally, you know, you're working off a budget. You're, you're just working with what you have. You have a family to feed. You have the bills to pay. You have to keep the lights on. You have to keep the heat on. People in, in lower paid jobs, finding it the hardest, obviously, and you're more likely going to buy the cheaper products in the supermarket and that would be the ultra processed foods. I'm sure when you go to the grocery store and you look at all the meat prices. Better products, healthier products are more expensive than the highly processed foods. So you're going to buy those frozen nuggets. You're going to buy... Um, all the frozen packaged foods that really have very to little, no nutritional value. And then when it comes to our, our overall health, our dietary health, It's not getting better. And especially families who are prominent to food insecurity. This shouldn't even be, this shouldn't even be happening here in North America and other countries around the world. We have to have food. It's part of our survival. Can't live on, on water alone. And when it comes to our vegetables, I mean, how often do you eat vegetables? Do you eat vegetables every single day? If you're going to be cooking meals at home, we should have vegetables on our plates every single day. And when it comes to our leafy greens, we should be eating a lot more greens than we are. Now, what are you going to put on your salads? They got all kinds of salad dressings out there. You can make your own from home 
you know, because all the added sugars that are in all the salad dressings available to us. You know, when it comes to um, chickpeas and and uh, kidney beans and you know all the all the beans that are available to us, you can put you can you can add beans to anything. I try to cook with them all the time. Eat the hard-boiled eggs. Feel like eggs. It's great. Instead of fried eggs. Eat them hard-boiled instead. Have a mix of seeds available and nuts. Available, handy. See, growing up, I didn't, you know, God, kids, kids are so finicky and, and kids are probably still finicky today. I didn't like peas. I didn't like the broccoli. I didn't like the cauliflower and, and all this stuff, right? And, uh, yeah, I was a pretty fussy eater when I was a kid. But now, you know, to eat broccoli and, and cauliflower and, and all that stuff, washing it really well and eating it raw as a snack. You know, they suggest that we try to just make up different types of meals throughout the week. You know, do we need to eat red meat every single day? You know, other sources of, of proteins and minerals and vitamins. They suggest that if you're going to, you know, eat red meat... It should be once or twice a week. And no more than that. You know, everybody likes their deli sandwiches. The deli meats. Ultra processed. If you're a person that takes a lunch to work or, you know, uh, in the kids' lunches. You know, cause back, back in the day, uh, it, it was easy, and you didn't really hear of, of, of peanut allergies. You could take peanut butter sandwiches to school. Peanut butter and jam. You know, now they suggest that you don't bring peanut butter sandwiches to school because all the peanut uh, allergens out there. So it's deli meats. That intake of deli meats should be lowered as well, as much as you possibly can. High grain cereals, you know, um, when, when it when it comes to uh, oatmeal, you know, we used to get that a lot in the, you know, over the winter months when we were kids. 
steel cut oats would be the better choice. A low fat milk and fruit instead of brown sugar or white sugar. would be a healthier choice than that box cereals that kids and like my generation, you know, back when I was a kid and the generations today are still eating that same cereal. Which has, which has no nutrient value to it whatsoever. When it comes down to what people can afford. Keeping in hand too, um, a good trail mix of nuts. But you also have to watch to um, if, if you're buying, if you're purchasing the packaged snacks, snack packs that are likely have tons of additives to them, like the sneaky sugars they put in there, get your own favorite mix of nuts, seeds, like walnuts, almonds, dark chocolate, unsweetened coconut flakes instead of nuts provide your daily dose of, of, of the healthy fats, in addition to protein, and are filling and delicious as well. I can tell you, I mean, getting off of, of getting away from eating chips and, and cookies um, and donuts and um, all the other desserts out there. Um, getting off of getting off of that, that bandwagon. Um, it wasn't easy. You know, because you, 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 you have that, that craving and you want that dessert and, you know, your, your, your gut and brain are talking together and say, yeah, I want that. I want that. Your gut's telling your brain, I want that. And the, and the light comes on and say, yeah, yeah, go get it. Go get it. Go get that donut. Go get that bag of chips. Go get those cookies. You know these these. Um, I mean, can we call it? Can we call it a, a uh, an addiction? An eating addiction. This is such a thing. That comfort food. When, when, when we're, when we're feeling down, when we're feeling sad, when we're feeling depressed, we turn to our favorite comfort food, like chips and cookies. Maybe your comfort food is, is order out that pizza. Does our, our, our mood affect on how we eat? Is it when we're happier, we, we potentially 
choose a healthier choice than when we're than when we're feeling down. Everybody's different. Everybody's wants and needs are different. But we do have choices. And of course, weigh the pros and cons of, of, of these choices that we make when it comes to snacking and eating. It's up to the into the individual to decide what are you gonna eat, what are you gonna snack on? We can suggest that. You don't reach for those potato chips, you don't reach for those cookies, you don't reach for those other desserts. We don't reach for those highly uh, processed foods, the ultra processed foods. But it comes down to not just, you know, what you're going to eat, but in today's world, it comes down to affordability. I see it that way. And even more so now. I believe that the, the, the grocery chain stores are going to target lower income families with this ultra processed foods. Keep those prices lower than the healthier choices. They know that's what you can buy. And they're gonna have it up front and center for you when you walk into the grocery store. I can't tell you what to eat. You can tell yourself what you can eat. All the choices are there. And I guess we can just weigh the good with the bad. Do what we can. But at the end of the day, your health is on you. So I want to thank you for joining me this morning here on the 4th of February, Sunday. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your upcoming week. And I will be back out here next Sunday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hope you can join me. And if you can, I understand. But until then, take care. Be safe. And try to eat healthier. Thank you for joining me. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Take care.